In a world where you need audio heroes, several nerds will come together to fight for nerd kind. It's time for nerds to step up and unite. It's time for a crisis on Infinite Podcast. Welcome back to the nerdy news you need to know every Thursday on iHeartRadio and podcast services around the world because my name's Hoodie. And I'm hopelessly quarantined, Kevin. And you're officially listening to the 193rd episode of what, Kevin? Crisis on Infinite Podcast. It's another week, another no update on Kevin still not being able to leave his house to come to work, and that's okay. Well, there's an update. Oh, what's the update? (laughs) I actually got a laugh. Oh well, there you go. That says how we can do work and how you know we're we're struggling. We're struggling with the podcast. Not really. We're hanging in there for you. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, but today on the show, we're talking about some big things. Um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. They had a new update. Um, we were. It was the Night City Wires right after the podcast. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And if our uh, expectations are higher. Or lower because of what we saw. We're going to be talking about The Boys Season 2 finally got revealed when that's coming out. Some updates on Doctor Strange. And hey, did you hear about a new reboot movie that's coming from Seth Rogen? Oh, we'll talk about that. Don't you worry. And then obviously at the end of the show, we'll continue our re-review of Legend of Korra with Season 3, which was uh, Book Change. Book cha- book 3 Change. <laughs> uh, book Change. Book Change. There you go. Um, but Kevin, before we start with what you're watching and what you're playing, we have some cool news. Cool news, yes. So if you guys remember uh, about, a, was it last month? Beginning of last month, I think? Uh, uh, yes, of June, yes. So we did a special episode where we kind of just were talking about our feelings on the um, protests over the killing of George Floyd. And it was well received by a lot of our listeners and also people that we work with. <laughs> um, so this Sunday, um, radio, does, radio does a thing usually on Sunday mornings where they, we legally have to air a... Um, a public affairs show that's talking about communities, communities and the issues in the community where the radio stations are. Mm-hmm. So this this Sunday, you'll be able to hear on all the stations in D.C. Um, that episode. <laughs> so you'll be able, I think it was episode 189. You'll yeah. get, you get to hear it in sort of a shorter form that's more radio appropriate, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it was radio edited, right? Correct? Yeah, yes. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> I'm listen to it again later, so make sure I, I send the right files. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll get a nice intro and a, and a little bit of a, um, we'll sound a lot more professional because there'll, there'll be commercials in between it. <laughs> yes, it's 189, um, so they can hear it uh, on what stations, as if you're listening to us right now on this Thursday? Hot 99.5, you'll be able to hear it on WMCQ, you'll be able to hear it on WBIG, Watch FM, and I think DC 101, but I'm not sure all the times vary, but it's, it's in between the 6 and 9 o'clock hours. Yes, so if you're like driving those mornings... Whether you're going to barbecue or going to the beach, you can hear us in the AM. Ooh, we've been wanting to say that for a while. In the AM. It would be the first opportunity for our Crisis Morning Show. And <laughs> we'll be the last. You'll find out. You uh, determine that. So, hey, you, Crisis Crew member, we need your help. Get us on the radio. This is a chance right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very excited, though, because, I mean, it probably the first time we were, I want to say adults, but it was... it was a very serious topic, and I think we did a good job covering yes, it. Yes, the probably the one and only... But I'm glad it was, well, the only one so far, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can follow us at infinite underscore pods. Um, we'll post updates and share where you can hear that at. Um, we'll, it'll probably be some replay version of that. So if you missed out, hey, you can hear it again. If not, just go back to a couple weeks ago to hear the uncensored radio not friendly version <laughs> um, there and then hotney5.com slash crisis crew um, so you can stay up to date on all the nerdy news you need to know we have you covered but now Kevin back to our regularly scheduled program where we mm-hmm. always start with what you're watching and what you're playing and I'll go first this week if that's okay that is certainly fine um, so I stumbled across um, for some reason this past week it really felt in a Lord of the Rings mood for some reason I don't know why <laughs> the mood struck. And I was like, you know what? I need some fantasy. Like Game of Thrones is over. Lord of the Rings, it's there. Like they're working on a yeah. show, I guess, for Amazon. But that's going to be a while. Um, but I realized that Middle Earth, colon, Shadow of War, which is the sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Very confusing. If you're a GameStop employee, you know firsthand that both of those, you don't know which one's the sequel, which one's the first one right there, um, is on Game Pass. And it's actually really good. 
Oh, that's cool. What kind of game is it? Is it like a, like a, like a beat 'em up or is it's, it like more RPG? Um, so it's a lot like um, um, Arkham, the Arkham games. Um, it's by WB Monolith Studios. The very heavily influenced by the Batman games. Essentially, it's the Lord of the Rings skin of the Batman games. Oh, cool. Um, but really good so far. Um, I remember I played the. It came out in 2017, so it's a couple years old, but pretty good for where it's at now. Uh, I remember I got the first one. Like 2014 or something. It was fun, good time. It was like in between when Arkham City and Arkham Knight had come out, or maybe it was Origins or whatever. Um, But this essentially, you are a ranger, so it's you're kind of a replacement for Aragorn. Yes, some Lord of the Rings knowledge. If you've been wanting Lord of the Rings knowledge, I'm I'm learning some things. So there you go. (laughs) Um, It's sort of a replacement for that guy. Um, But essentially, you make your own power ring. It's set before all the Lord of the Rings stuff. Um, And the point of the game is, is that the big point is it's called the nemesis system. So if you die, um, say if an orc kills you, which is pretty much the grunts of the game, um, they rise to power and become like a captain, and they remember you dying. But if you if like they escape you or something, they like they're like, oh, it's uh, Chris the the scavenger or something like that, or Chris <laughs> the sur- survivor or something like that. Um, but like that, rem- they like remember you. So like I've been doing that the whole time in none of the main missions, um, <laughs> and I was like. Man, I finally got through the first part of the game, and it took me 10 hours to get through the first part of the game. It's supposed to take you two hours to get through the first part of the wow. game. So, uh, it's been, yeah, so if you like, you just finished The Witcher, I think it'd be a good like filler or void replacement for you right now, because not a lot of games are out right now. Um, but it was fun. It's in Lord of the Rings times. Um, and yeah, it, just, it fills that void, because I really like the Arkham games. Um, so I've been enjoying mm-hmm. that for sure. That's cool. What, what are you watching along with? Are you watching Lord of the Rings also? Why you, uh, you play? No, um, not really at all. So it's just the video game. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that looks fun, and I know it's like Batman and reviewed pretty well. So that's cool. I haven't watched Lord of the Rings since probably they came out on DVD. Well, it's on HBO was... Max. So if you want to watch it, there you go. Three and a half hours, all three of them, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still playing The Witcher, by the way. So okay, <laughs> no. uh, still playing. It's all right. Still doing um um the DLC. I'm on um what's it called? Hearts of Blood, Hearts of, Hearts of Stone, and a lot of the creatures in this one are very very different mm-hmm. and very challenging. There's there's this new vampire called a Bruxa, and basically it um kind of you, you remember um Lady Deathstrike from uh, um, X Men Origins? No, I do not. X X X two was X two. Uh, the Wolverine lady that wasn't Wolverine. Yeah. Okay. So basically, they, they grow claws about that long, and they can disappear and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're very challenging to fight, and they're very fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get pretty frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> and other than that, um, still going through that. And as far as what I'm watching, I'm, I've been going through because we, we've we've got a special um, WB Press Access app now. I've been going back through the DC movie, DC animated movies, and they are so good. Mm-hmm. Just so good. I watched I watch Justice League War uh, on Monday. And, and that's the one before the apocalypse one you saw, right? Yeah. Okay. This, this, this is the one after Flashpoint. It was Flashpoint, then Justice League War. Okay, cool. Or is it the other way around? Ah. Well, those are first two, <laughs> but the, 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 the dynamic between the characters is just hilarious because, like, Green Lantern meets Batman for the first time, and he thinks Batman's some vampire. And he goes, wait, are you just a guy in a mask? Batman <laughs> just smiles. And he's like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and then he meets Flash, and him and he's, like, doing, like, a, a handshake with the Flash, like, Batman's like, what are you doing? We don't do this. And he goes, oh yeah, that's Batman over there. I'm like, what? Batman's real? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just great. We get a chance to watch it. It's just, I, I love, I love uh, the, the series of movies. Um, and other than that, it's just really been playing catch up with Stargirl also. So that's nice. all I've been watching. Um, I forgot what I watched. Uh, what I've been watching, we watched it. Um, so over the weekend, went to a bachelor party. Um, more went to her bachelorette party for not our wedding, but you know, for other people's <laughs> weddings. Um. But we, we came back, we watched Scoob on HBO Max. That's why I couldn't find it, because HBO Max <laughs> is hard to look at. Yeah, so we watched Scoob. Um, it was I think it just went on HBO Max technically last weekend. Actually pretty good for what it was. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I've never watched any of the Scooby-Doo movies, <gasps> even the ones with, um, with uh, yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. Never seen them. Kevin, how can you not? Enjoy the brace of Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Getter, and Matthew Lillard, and Linda Cardellini. I know all the people's names. Go on, man. Oh, I didn't really like the cartoon in the <gasps> back in the day. Kevin, blasphemous. 
Wait, so you don't even like What's New Scooby-Doo, which is sung by Sum 41? Come on, man. Wait, is it Sum 41? Yeah. Who sings What's New Scooby-Doo? It is... Yeah, simple it, simple it, plan. Never, That's what it was. It was simple plan. It's never did it for me. I don't know. I, I was just like, where are your parents? Go home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, then you got to watch a pup named Scooby-Doo where their parents are sort of in it, but it's sort of like Charlie Brown effect. We really only see like their legs and stuff, but... And where do they live in? Like, why is all this stuff happening? They live in where Coolsville. Are the, where, are the, where are the police? They live in Coolsville. <laughs> <laughs> They're the first vigilantes of their time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so That's Scoop, um, very good. I think it's very good. Um, I was going to give it like an, I would say like an 8 out of 10. Um, just because like it felt a lot like, like we've talked about before it was going to come out and it came out early on HBO Max because of coronavirus, um, that this was going to set up the Hanna-Barbera Cinematic Universe, the HBCU, um, <laughs> which is funny because it's a different acronym. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this movie had a lot of the Hanna-Barbera stuff. I wish it like set up the Scooby Doo stuff a little bit more. Like it was more like a like this is Avengers and not here's Scooby Doo, here's Captain Caveman, now here's the Avengers style Hanna Barbera, whatever wacky racers. <laughs> oh, that's how I was saying to say I was watching Forest Live. I think I said it last week, maybe. Yes, yeah, I think I think we both talked about it passively. It's dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb, but you everyone but- watches it. I feel like we need to go on that show. We need to figure out how to get the crew back together. Well, that's we the need, thing. Need that show. It's in this, this floor is lava. It's just an escape room. And, yeah, that's all it is. And that's why I don't know. I'm like, do they make the water like super hot? Because you know it's not lava. Come on, <laughs> you know it's not lava. But it's like it's, ooh, very, it's very warm, <laughs> food colored water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, what ep- have you seen the one where yeah, it's what is it? it's like the study where they have to go from like a, an Africa table. I haven't seen that one yet. Okay. Well, that one, I'm like, that. you'll see it. It's pretty much, seemed pretty easy. Like, it, the other <laughs> ones, all right, cool, there's the spinning bed. We're like, that's a little challenging. This is, <laughs> just land on Africa. All right, cool. <laughs> I, I was wondering, like, after um, the pandemic's over in, in, a, in a, probably like in a year or so, if you're going to see these really cool escape opens, like the floor is Oh, no, yeah. I was, and I was talking to Eric about that. I was like, this is the next trend, is that. Sort of escape room, the movie kind of did it backwards where escape rooms got big, then the movie happened. This is the TV show gets big, and then all of a sudden, all these old escape rooms no one wants to go to, they just get filled with water. It's going to be like Global Guts, the um, the, the experience. You go, you go to a mm-hmm. warehouse, you get paid $20, you got to climb the agro crate. Mm-hmm. Well, I the thing, and I know, and it's just because coronavirus, so there's like, we're, we're going to the deep delves of shows and movies now. <laughs> um, is Have you seen Ultimate Tag? Oh my gosh, it's so bad. So bad. And that, because you reminded me, that has like an aggro crag thing at the very end of it, sort of. But it's just like, we're watching it. Oh, Leah's here. <laughs> Hello, Leah. How are you? Say hi, everybody. Hi. She said hi. She can't hear us because she doesn't have headphones on, right? She doesn't have headphones on. Say hi very loud. Hi. There we go. We got it. We're good. <laughs> no. Oh, Kevin's wife is making an appearance. No. Oh. No. I'll be back in a minute. And you hear that live here on Crisis on Infinite Podcast every Thursday. Keep all that in the show. Yeah, I will keep it all in the show. We're still rolling, bud. Um, Yeah. So that's what we've been watching and what you playing. Um, She just is just a floor. Once she mentioned floors love, she's like, I'm ready to play that. Where are we going? Um, So now we've gone from that. Um, let's get into the news. Um, so, Kevin, uh, luck of the podcast. As soon as we end, something big happens usually. Um, last week, we kind of knew about it and kind of predated it a little bit. But Cyberpunk 2077 had their, essentially their E3 presentation uh, called Night City Wire, where they had I think it was like a 30-minute presentation with like a, like a four-minute trailer, really. Um, yeah. Overall, what did you think about it? I'm very excited for this game because the, from what, what what I what I got from the trailer was here's a story, but look at all the stuff you can actually do inside the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of like how you just said like with Lord of the Rings, where the first part of the game is supposed to take you two hours, it took you ten. Mm. This is gonna be cyberpunk. Like I'm going to be in this game probably for because I'm November, so I'll probably be being until what April. <laughs> 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 you know, trying to do every little side quest, trying to find every little. Looking cranny. Ooh, look, what's this? What's this box of loot? What's that box of loot? So I, I think this game is going to be massive. Yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah. For me, like it was cool. 
they 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 really sh- if you haven't seen it yet, um, it showed off. Um, it was like their new. It's like the detective detective mode essentially is brain scan brain dance. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and they showed off just the general bits of the game. They said everything in the trailer was from the prologue of the game. So that's exactly what you said before you even meet. Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, Johnny Silverhand, or that's, I think that's his name. Before you even get to that, this the trailer, first probably maybe five hours, probably more than that. Kevin's going to yeah. be in the prologue by the time April rolls around still. <laughs> I'm exploring. They didn't say I couldn't explore. <laughs> so you're level one. Get back to the game. We need you to level up. <laughs> <laughs> it also kind of reminds me of like um, Mass Effect, because Mass Effect, you kind of saw this world, but you were in like the government um, part of it where you were like a soldier, so mm-hmm. you were always in like the the biggest, baddest parts of coolest parts of the world. This looks like the world under Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, re- that really excites me. Like I, re- I really want to see this version of I guess it's Earth. They ever have they said it's Earth or is it just some other world? Um, I don't know. I'm, I think you assume it's Earth. I think yeah, I think you assume it's Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, like 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 a DeLorean, like I guess it has to be Earth, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But funny thing enough uh, for you is they said that there's a a Witcher Easter egg in the prologue, Kevin. So you will see your Witcher connection right there at the beginning of the game. It would probably be Siri hanging out. That's probably what it's going to be. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it looks cool. Um, It was kind of like, all right, cool. Here's more content to get you ready. I mean, we besides the brain dance thing, which is like detective mode on a whole new level where it's like everything's in 4D, essentially. It's just like, oh, there's a lot going on right now. Yeah, some of the parts, also, you know that game, uh, Mirror's Edge? Yeah. Some of the game looks like that too, where it's like first person parkour, which is going to be crazy to see in 4K and on next gen systems, not, not, not like, you know, older system. So like, this is going to be... An experience. I, I see why they wanted it to be for first person now, because they want you to feel like this is not. Once you put this game on, you're not on a, you're your Earth anymore. You're on our Earth in the future. Mm. You're a cyberpunk. You a cyberpunk. <laughs> um, obviously, we didn't get our hands on the game, unlike a couple other media people last week did. So this is just what we we're inferring from the presentations and what other people have told us. <laughs> I know. I know. Some people have played it. I, I'm kind of. I'm kind of avoiding their reviews on it though, because I, I really want to be surprised with this. Mm. And that's the thing, like, so it comes out November 19th, um, 10, <laughs> the, the customization, the, well, here's the thing, the customization, what people have said, you can customize, be a little bit graphic, your hair down there, we'll just say that. <laughs> graphic, oh, yeah, we're not uh, graphic. Also the, also the size down there. The size down there. The size of your <laughs> nipples. That's how you, male and female, you can customize how big the, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> we're going down a hole, I don't know, we were, oh, there's, uh, but you can customize every hair on yourself, essentially. <laughs> I want my character to have big old areolas. Big old areolas. <laughs> oh, look, there's big areoli coming through. I'm Vito Arioli. Get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. Did they say you're male and female too, right? Uh, sorry, what was that? So this can do male and female also, right? Uh, yeah, so. so it's very, everything's fluid. You can pick a male or female um, who identifies as either gender and er, er, pretty much everything, gender, sex, orientation, you can customize in there. Cool. Um, like um, whatever you want. Like this is probably the, the next step in having games customizing be more than just, are you a boy? Are you a girl? What's your name, Professor Oak? The only thing about that is, I hope, I hope it's not like um, WWE 2K level, where it's like you spend an hour and a half making your character. Oh no, bro! You spend <laughs> ten. You spend ten hours customizing your character in this. <laughs> Got to get everything finely tuned. The the Mariolas. <laughs> Got to be perfect. I don't. I don't know. This is the most words we've said. Body. We're saying the body size of it, so we're good. We're good. <laughs> I want long toes. <laughs> I want toes to go all the way I want out. my toenails to curl. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that comes out November 19th. Um, I think the, the 19th date is just, as of right now, we know on Xbox One and PS4. It's supposed to come out on PS5, Xbox Series X. Um, they haven't said when, maybe then. If not, you know, you're still going to get, for both PS4 and Xbox, you're going to get that next-gen upgrade. So cool. no matter yes. what you buy it on, you get that upgrade. They're being a little confusing on if the upgrade is the same thing as buying it on the Series X or the PS5, but we'll figure that out the closer we get there. 
I'm just ready to play this game. And uh, I'm I'm really curious also to see like the different weapon classes because mm. you know, a lot of the weapons are in your hand. So can I get a new hand in the middle of the game and like that's like a new laser or you know whatever? Like, <laughs> I'm really excited about this. Um, and and then the other thing will be interesting just to see like because we're still learning about some more video game releases is like who's moved their dates earlier now? Because like once Cyberpunk comes out, you're gonna lose a lot of people playing games. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very very true. Um, um, yes. Didn't that one guy look like Mark Henry, though, in the trailer? Yes, he looks like Mark Henry and T-Pain had a baby, a son. Is <laughs> <laughs> Mark Henry in this game? I looked at him, oh, no, he's not. Okay, I thought I thought he was just like this. Like, oh, that's cool. Good job, Mark Henry. <laughs> um, yeah, so ooh, something just came out of my computer. I don't know what that was. All right, it's closed. All right, good. Um, but so that's in the video game front. But, Kevin, let's get on over to the movie front. So it's not like a real sound. Yep, it it sounds great. Uh, so, Kevin, uh, I would say, who is your favorite turtles? We could say that. My favorite turtles, probably are the Ninja Turtles. Okay, good. Good thing you didn't say like Franklin. I was hoping. I thinking you were gonna say Franklin. Oh, Franklin or something. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, good because Kevin, guess what? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are getting a movie reboot with Seth Rogen attached. I'm all for this because Seth Rogen, uh, in the past few years as a producer slash director, he's done really really good work. Mm. Uh, the show I watched on Hulu, um, the time travel show, Future Man, such a brilliant show. Um, I know he did The Boy. Was it called The Boy? Not was it wasn't The Boys. Good Boys. Good, good, good. Yeah, Good Boys. The movie. The movie. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was hilarious. I mean, I, I didn't realize, like, you know, because in the mid two thousands, you thought he was just another funny guy like Will Ferrell or somebody, but he actually is a very, has a very creative mind. So I, I'm interested to see what he, what he does with with the turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Who's your favorite turtle, by the way? I I don't remember their names. I'm sorry. What? Oh my god! I wasn't really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that much. I'm sorry. I might have to sing the song to you. Oh, I know the song. All right, well, can you get five seconds? Go. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle, Turtle power. power. Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, that's the easy part. Um, so here's the thing with the movie. So it's gonna be a CG animated film reboot um, titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As of right now, um, gonna be made by Point Grey Productions, which is the production company run by Rogan, Evan Goldberg, and James Weaver. Um, and Paramount Pictures will distribute the film, um, and it's going to be directed by Jeff Rowe, who best known for Disenchantment, um, which is like the the Matt Groening show on Netflix, the fantasy one. I mean, to watch it, I haven't watched it. Um, and Je- uh, and he's also known for Gravity Falls on Disney. Oh, I hear good things about that show. I haven't never watched it either, but I heard it's it's, it's getting like um, uh, regular show levels of praise. Yes. Um, so Kevin, since you are the TMNT expert out of the two of us, you know, the larger expert at least, um, what do you want in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, what, I guess third reboot, second reboot technically? So, so the one, there's the first couple there's a, ones. There's some animated. animated ones, it's confusing. Yeah, the third one, you're right, it's the third, third reboot. Mm-hmm. I want, um, uh, I want curse words. <laughs> I want it to be a hard PG-13. <laughs> If you read the originals, like Turtle Source content, they were dark, dark. Well, dark. yeah, and that's the thing. Like, uh, if you watch <laughs> Toys That Made Us, like they yeah. talked about that. I was like, oh, it was really darker than it was supposed to be than it is now. But that doesn't sell toys, so that's why you get the whole pizza time. Oh my gosh, Tiller, like, and that's fine. I mean, I loved it. And but then if you, when you watch the first Turtles movie, it's none of that. Mm. <laughs> first Turtles movie is like you know. Now are you talking about? Th- is this the one with the the big costumes or which one? You know, one of the big costumes, like, I think it came out like, 80, 87, 88. The, the Go the Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. No, that was the second one. Oh. <laughs> so, the first one was, like, Raphael got beat up and almost killed by the foot and left in a, in a burning house. They had to put him in a tub until he healed. Then the second one was Go Ninja, Go, pizza time. And the third so one they got, was... They got to flip it. And the third one's time travel? Third one's, yeah, third one's not good. They traveled back to, uh, I think it was like a few feudal Japan, and they were samurais. Yes. And I sold a lot of toys. I had all of them. So, and then, so before <laughs> we ask what you want, how did you feel about, I will, we'll say the re- live action reboots that came out uh, like 10 years ago? I didn't mind the first one. I never saw the second one, though. But the first one, I, I didn't mind. I, I didn't think they were rather large to be moving like they do. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the um, the original the original uh, movie and then even the comics, they were a little bit smaller. 
So you can get how they would be a little athletic. But they, they were like almost like a Thanos size, I feel like. <laughs> and then Michael Bay one, like, you guys are huge. Especially Raphael was like eight feet tall, I felt like. Almost like a tall as a polar bear. But I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I thought it, it, was more, it was still more of a blend of the, the totally tubular teenagers and their fighting than like the, the darkness of the first one. But I thought it was cool. But like I said, I never saw the second one. The second one has Stephen Amell, right? Uh, yes, he's Casey. Casey Jones. Casey Jones. And then Bebop and Rocksteady. One of them is Seamus. I don't one know which one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame to fail. Yes. Uh, <laughs> did, you see, did, you see, did you see the second, uh, both of those or did you just only see one? Um, like that's the thing. I don't remember them. I just I remember seeing. I remember. I think I started the second one because I was like, "Oh, Stephen Amell and Seamus is in. I gotta support my boys." <laughs> and then I, I don't remember finishing that movie. So, <laughs> yeah, this is all you need. Well, I mean, when you say you don't remember them, it says all you need to know about the movies. They were cool, but they're not memorable. <laughs> and especially because they came out during like Avengers, like it was during like the Avengers movies when we were coming out. So it's like, yeah, exactly. what are you doing? This is you know what good is, Michael Bay. Come on. When it comes to turtles movies, the one you remember is the one with Vanilla Ice, and they saying "Go Ninja, Go Ninja, yes, Go." You just need to have a rap. Too. You need to have a rap in every vert movie, and it'll do well. So hopefully, <laughs> Seth. Actually, and, and, yeah. In, in Turtles Two, uh, another wrestler in there, Kevin Nash, was Super Shredder. So there's another wrestler uh, in, in Turtles Two. So they have a history of wrestlers in their movies. <laughs> um, so we already know what you want. You want well, I want a rap in the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you want a wrestler in the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, but like, who do you want? Like, what villains? From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, do you want? Do you think they need to restart everything? Just do back to Shredder, which everyone knows who that is. I think you do Shredder as an overarching like figure, but I think maybe you just do political stuff like there's somebody trying to poison. Because I don't know, they go a lot of ways. But I think the easiest way is to use Shredder and the Foot Clan and just keep it at that. Mm-hmm. That'd be the easiest and simplest way to get the point across of what they're trying to say. Um, there are other there are other turtles. Um, like there's this one guy named Baxter. He turns into a fly. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, <laughs> there's Krang, the, the big old brain in the middle of the robot's uh, body. They can do the Krang, but I think the, the simplest way to just be do, do Shredder. Everybody's here for Shredder, so just do Shredder. <laughs> um, so I I think hopefully you would assume that they kind of go the end of the Spider Verse route because anime movies can be good. They have potential. End of the Spider Verse is the evidence of that. Yes. Um, and it doesn't look like the TV show because the TV show is very more kid friendly. But I think they could pull it off with Into the Spider Verse route and do that good and have the old people and the young and the kids go see it. That would be cool. They did Enter the Spider Verse with turtles from multiple dimensions. That'd be crazy. And like, here's the other live action turtles. Oh wait, you don't know who voices him or plays him. Oh. <laughs> now, if they had uh, any courage, what they would do is turtles and the battle toads. <laughs> No, they won't do that. All the amphibians. <laughs> amphibians? Yes, sure. We'll go for amphibians. Are they amphibians? Turtles amphibians? I think turtles... Hold on. They are reptiles. They are reptiles. Like, man, you learn all this science things and acronyms on in this show. We got you covered. <laughs> I was thinking about my daughter's thing that a turtle lives in water, a tortoise lives on land. I was like, why do I know that? <laughs> <laughs> um, sweet. So that's going to be a ways off. Um, maybe two, three years from now, but something that's coming next year-ish, hopefully. Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, who might have a returning villain slash anti-hero? And that would be one, um, here we go, I'm gonna try to say this. Chuatul Ejiofor. I think I got that right. Uh, it's, uh, yes, you did, pretty much, for the most part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you remember, he was the um, he was Baron Mordo in Doctor Strange One. They were kind of friends the whole time. Then he got mad because everybody was getting magic powers and mm-hmm. <laughs> And then at the end credit scene, he uh, took away the guy who was playing basketball's powers just to play basketball. That was mean. <laughs> I mean, the guy's he's on the ball with his friends. That's all. <laughs> that's all he wanted to do. And and the, and the, yeah, I think he killed him too, right? But off screen. Um, or at least crippled him i don't they didn't show if he died died which we will, won't yeah. know until this movie comes out in 2021 hopefully um hopefully. but yeah so he's supposed to be coming back um she will tell edge of four confirmed he's actually returning he told scar friends the screen rant uh we'll do impressed for his movie the old guard which comes out next week on netflix just saw the trailer before this looks pretty cool um that he's excited to come back to the mcu and hoping that production starts soon so they can get his scenes done <laughs> 
<laughs> and also Baron Mordo is like his Joker basically in the comic books. Yeah, and I think it's good is just that he they set him up as you know a sidekick, and now he's the villain because he's was Doctor Strange's big bigger villain at least. Um, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. That's his. That's his main villain. Is bargaining. Um, <laughs> him coming back, I think, is good because I think the MCU right now, the villains, we all kind of know that like the villains either are all dead or they weren't good. Really, I think is where we're, the good villains died. We'll say that. <laughs> the only villain still alive, I think, is is Baron Mordo, right? I think he's like the only one. Um, doo, doo, doo. Abomination. You know, he's still got abomination. He's somewhere out there. Yeah. there. Um, Again, gotta go through all the MCU villains to figure out who's alive and who's like... a, the Mandarin. Well, he technically not the real Mandarin, but we'll get we'll find that out next year as well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess technically Loki's alive in a different Is he timeline. Alive? Technically, we'll find and... out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that that's going to be a big thing. Um, who knows if that makes him the main villain of the movie or if he's like just a side role like he's just killing all the wizards and then third Doctor Strange he's the main villain yeah it makes a little bit more sense um I'm excited for that movie we haven't like heard a lot of like MCU news in a little bit just because of coronavirus and everything um but yeah you know and Kevin there's some other MCU news apparently too yeah um Anthony Mackie came out and said uh that basically um uh Falcon and Winter Shoulders is going to play like a six hour movie I'm like wow that sounds very interesting. If, <laughs> Tell me more, please. <laughs> if you give me six hours of Winter Soldier, I, I would just be glued in front of my TV set the mm. entire time. <laughs> and he, he also said that, that it's kind of like the goal of the other other shows. When the, instead of playing like, you know, just like eight episodes, nine episode TV shows, they want them to be six hour movies. Basically two movies. You think about this, two, three hour movies. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And I think they get back to filming that soon also. Yeah. Um, so I think they go back. I know I think they got exempt from the travel ban on wherever they were film, filming. So they're probably going to go back in the next couple of weeks. You said I think a lot of, a couple movies are returning back slowly in productions of TV shows that are movie length at least. Yeah. Um, which is good because it's like we were supposed to get Falcon Winter Soldier next month. Next No, next month originally yeah, right. before coronavirus yeah. happened. Because um, we would have already seen Black Widow by now. Uh, we actually. Oh, don't remind me, man. That's so sad. We would have seen Wonder Woman. <laughs> As well. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> Coronavirus. Corona! Corona. <laughs> um, but hey, we're going to get them eventually. Um, I think Di- Disney is doing part of a Comic-Con at home, but not a lot of like MCU stuff or anything. Um, so, Which is cool, because maybe that's the potential of Disney Plus will have all that content. Um, but yeah, we'll find out more of that in the near future. <laughs> I, I think you'll also see a lot of studios trying to get exempt from overseas travel, because... Unlike the rest of the world, America can get that crap together. So I think you'll see a lot of other students trying to film film in other places. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering, I haven't looked at Canada's like COVID numbers. I wonder how they are doing because a lot of their shows are filmed in Vancouver. So I wonder if they get back to filming soon too. I'm not sure, but what I am sure about is that The Boys Season 2 is coming out this September. <laughs> I'm sorry, I clapped too loud. It's okay. Like that. <laughs> Have you watched the, sneaks, the sneak peeks in the, in the trailer yet? Um, so I've seen the one, um, the, the one where it's the, like the Instagram live or whatever, the fake Instagram yeah. live or from that perspective, at least. It looks like they, they picked up right where they left off last season. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> for this show. There's just, there's just one, um, I guess like, um, I can't remember the name, but remember, remember that like the, the ninja guy that, that, that's in the boys in the seven, I mean, uh, yeah, he's kind of like the Batman sort of yeah. snake eyes guy. Yeah. He never talks, so he he infiltrates this um this I guess terrorist network, and he stabs this one guy in the chest and then rips open his mouth and it's just like oh god it's so gory oh, it's gory it was last year and that was in a trailer yes it was like a sneak peek scene yeah. oh, I gotta watch that <laughs> <laughs> gotta get ready for that brace myself um but yeah so Kevin I think they said what was the release model they're doing instead of doing it all at once this year they're doing it differently yeah, the first three when it comes out then it's week by week after that. That's what they said. Oh, that's pretty good. Co- oh, computer made another noise. Come on, get out of here, computer. Um, but so <laughs> well, there was what ten episodes last season, right? I, I think it was ten. Yeah, it's like I 10. have a phone or something in front of me. I, I can check that. Um, but yeah, so Kevin, um, what do you are you I are you thinking this show will go on more than two seasons or? I think it'll go at least four. Because mm-hmm. there's there's enough story in the comic books for at least four to five seasons. Okay, good. Um, 
of course, when it's, when you we're adapting from comic books, things can get either lengthened or short, and that's why I say it'd be four, maybe five, maybe four, and like a half season, I'll say. Oh, there's a 4K version of the boys that I didn't even watch. Oh, I gotta go watch that. Dang it. Well, we'll watch it probably. All right. I'll probably we'll probably rewatch it. Oh, there's eight episodes actually. Eight. It was eight. Okay. So we'll probably do eight to ten. I think that was a good round. I think they were like forty to fifty minutes long. Like, I think the longest one was like forty-eight minutes. Yeah. I think. Um, but that was kind of like our sleeper hit last summer. Oh gosh, that was last. Yeah, summer. I remember I ran into the studio and I begged you and Eric to watch it. Like Eric, watch this, watch the show. Stop what you're doing. Watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally was one of my favorite shows from last year. Yes, uh, Carl Urban. If you're like I don't know what it is. Uh, Carl Orban is the main lead in it, and you know if Carl Orban's in, it's gonna be pretty good. You know everything Carl Orban is in is good for the most part. You know we got Doom. We had he was in one of the the Riddick movies. I don't remember which one it was. Chronicles of Riddick, I think. He was in Thor Ragnarok. He's in Star Trek, the good Star Trek. Well, at least the first one's really good. The other two, eh. behold my stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's coming out this September. Obviously, we'll probably watch that and add it to our repertoire because that might be the only show that comes out this September or this fall for a while. So that and the Mandalorian. That's about it. Yeah. So well, actually, <laughs> if it's eight episodes, that'll probably lead perfectly right into Mandalorian. Like, all right, cool. We got this show and and here's this. Show. We're good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Any, I don't know anything else. I, I, I didn't release lineups yet for for this fall TV. Um, they did sort of release a TV schedule, but it's really all just like. Either old shows or it's like I know for the CW it's all the DC Universe shows they're sort of porting over for a little bit. Yeah, a lot of football also. <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously football and all the other sports. And say what you will, they're happening too as well. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but now that we uh, we're still figuring out what we're watching, we are currently rewatching something, Kevin, because it's time for us to re review. I can't roll my R's. Can you roll your R's? Some words, not all words. Can you do re-review with rolled R's? Re-review. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> the what, Kevin? Uh, Avatar, the legend of Korra. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, season 3, a.k.a. called Book 3, Change. <laughs> um, not spare change, but change inside and outside the world. Um, so okay. past past three weeks, we've been doing Korra because we did Avatar about a month ago. So if you're like, oh, I'm just watching Avatar Go back, listen to those old episodes where we talked about them in depth, a little bit of our thoughts, and just, you know, how as adults we wish these shows were new and still came out full seasons, even though they got canceled and or pushed away because of live action movies that shouldn't have happened, um, but they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny is that uh, almost Eric from the Your Morning Show almost watched the movie. Uh, and I was like, no, sir, please do not watch the movie. You will ruin uh. it completely. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember leaving leave that theater empty. Like, oh, oh you actually man, saw it in theaters? Yeah, because me and my nephew were very excited. We loved the show. It's gonna be great. And we looked, and we looked and like, what the heck was that? <laughs> 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 so bad. Oh. Um, but yeah, so Legend of Korra season three. I gotta say, Kevin, up front, this might have been my favorite Legend of Korra season. You're not alone in that, I thought. At mm-hmm. all. There are a lot of people that feel that season one and three are. Usually season one and three are people's arguments. Which one was the best? Mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more of a fan of one, but three was really really good. Yeah, it just hit a lot of really cool beats. <laughs> yeah, like for 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 more and I to watch it, we started on Sunday and we'd watch finish most of the season by Tuesday, and we had to space it out. Um, but it was really like I think more of a it, it had some subplots, but it was more of a condensed storyline where not a lot of people were mm-hmm. doing different subplots and everything. Like there were some things where we found out. About Bolin and Mako's uh, family, and they're in Ba Sing Se. We got to go back to Ba Sing Se, still see that it's corrupted. The freaking yep. uh, Dai Li are still there, which I'm like, I need some answers. How'd they stay there? Probably in a comic or something. Um, that was sort of like one of the bigger side stories, but that actually like kind of paid off a little bit. Um, but overall, like I thought it was really good. We found out Korra finally got to metal bend. She's the first Avatar who metal bends. Learned about lava bending. Um, and the, the villain, I thought, pretty good. It's sort of anarchy, anarchist, uh, the Red Lotus in the introduction of their society. I've always said that Zaheer is almost a Thanos-level villain. He was, he thought he was right. Mm-hmm. 
And those are the those are the best villains. So yeah. I think they're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was cool. This was also the first appearance of Zuko, uh, Lord Zuko on a dragon. Yeah. Um, and it's cool just because watching Avatar, it, it has some questions and stuff. You're like, oh, is that the dragon he did the dragon dance for or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that the same thing, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. So as it pays off to watch Avatar and then go straight into this, he's like, oh, I, I know these callbacks. We're good. And he was still a really good fighter. Mm-hmm. He had to be, what, in his 80s, maybe, I guess? 70s? Yeah. And it was cool because, like, we got, to, we didn't get a lot about him, but I hope, I mean, we'll find out next season because we're next week. Um, but it's like, all right, you know, you're, you're contributing. Like, Katara was cool, but, like, she was only there for, like, two moments. And he was, he got to fight a little bit, at least. Yeah, yeah. How'd you like a, like that, um, Oh, like the the whole airbending story, like how everybody became airbenders. It was really cool, yeah. So like this this season is really about sort of the revival of the airbending nation, or I guess you want to call it airbender, airbend nomads. Um, it was cool because essentially after last season where it was the convergence, I forgot what the yeah. real name, full name of it was. Um, people got powers that they hadn't gotten powers, which totally like in the world we live in, where X Men and everyone, oh, I have powers now, it makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people, Boomy included, became airbenders and it was cool just to see like people training to become airbenders because we sort of hadn't seen that until now because all the airbenders were gone in Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and that was really cool. Um, just that they, that whole plot of them going to like, let's go get some airbenders, recruit them and start the airbending nation. Um, which led to us going to the metal clan, which is essentially Toph's other daughter, Created a whole city out of metal, and it was yeah. so funny because like, oh, this betrayal—you already know who the bad guy is. It's their number one. Um, yeah, like I thought overall, like I really enjoyed the season. Um, I think the villains were good. Sparky, Sparky, Boom, Lady, not Boom Guy. Yeah, um, that's the only thing. Like I don't. Besides Zaheer, who was the main guy, I don't remember anyone else's names on them. So that's like I made up her name, and I was like, that's your name. The way she died was crazy. They like coated a metal jacket and then pfft, they, they, I don't like that. I, I mean, that's it's a kid's show, but they didn't show. They didn't make us have a sound for the death off screen or show it. But you knew. But you're like, she's dead. <laughs> but they just didn't want to show it. It's a kid's show, so I get it. <laughs> just the, the way they framed it, it was like you heard the boom. Like, oh, oh, she, she did. She got. She ain't. She, she got no head now. <laughs> that jacket's still there, but she ain't. <laughs> oh man, that was horrible. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin, what 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 else did you think about it? What else did you like about it? Uh, I, I, I love that it was still kind of like the journey. So it was a journey to find the airbenders and the journey to um, train the airbenders. I thought it was kind of cool that um, Aang had two two kids that were airbenders also instead of just one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was awesome. I, I liked Janor and how she became a lot, a lot uh, kind of like the airbending, I guess, uh, what's the word? Like the best student, basically. Yeah. Besides Tenzin. Mm-hmm. And also Tenzin. Tenzin was really good. They didn't. They didn't really showed it until season three. Like he, His he, fighting, he took on all. Yeah. yeah, he took on all four of those people and they're holding at bay for a while. Like it was like, oh, he's. Really that's good. the thing. At the end of that episode, more and I like, is he dead? Because they did the typical. <laughs> oh, let's cut to off screen while all four people attack one person. Yeah, I thought he was too. I'm glad he wasn't. And I also love like the uh, the end of the season. I think it was the end when they showed Janora because she became an airbending master and she shaved her head. I was like. <gasps> It's A. No, that's legit what we thought too. Like she looks like a female Aang right now. Like I shed a tear. I was like, I forgot Aang. And I didn't go watch the first season. You're his grandbaby. I get it now. I also, I don't. I mean, I didn't pay attention because we watched it yesterday. Was Katara there? Because you feel like Grandma should be. That's a Grandma thing. You know, Grandma shows up. I she was there, but maybe just off screen. Maybe she was old and cranky. Like, I don't, I don't feel like staying up that long. <laughs> <laughs> That's past my bedtime. Um, a cool thing, I, I don't know if you noticed this too, um, but I kind of see it as an explanation. So Bolin, he eventually, he's trying to metal bend the whole time. Can't metal bend. Turns out he can lava bend. And to me, it makes a lot more. It's like, oh, cool. And I was like, that makes perfect sense. Because early in the show, the subplot to his parents, we found out one of his dad was an earthbender. His mom was a firebender. Makes perfect sense that he's a lava bender. Recessive yeah. genes, yo, some biology. <laughs> I'll, 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 it kind of remind me of like, like, like playing a video game, you're doing skill trees. And like, if you do this tree, you get this set here. If you do this tree, you, you get that set. You can combine <laughs> with this set right here, but only this ability. <laughs> 
how do you feel about Zaheer killing the Earth, the Earth Queen? Wasn't that crazy? That was so, it's like, whoa, this is the adult <laughs> moment right here in the show where they sucked the air out of her and just swirled her around with the air she was breathing. And the way, the way they showed her, her eyes bulging out of her head, like, this is a, this is supposed to be a kid mm-hmm. show. Look mm-hmm. at her face. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought, like, this season, I, I don't know, I think just because season two was kind of, like, drawn out and it's kind of a little bit confusing i think at times just because it was spirit stuff and to go from that to this was like oh cool he's an evil airbender that makes sense exactly it was simple as that and then all the season four is just just as simple because the don't person spoil it. Don't has a plan that's already been seen before so you'll, you'll get it no, you see no, it, oh, okay. Okay. uh well <laughs> i think you can pretty much get it they're trying to kill the avatar it's pretty much every season on the avatar shows <laughs> Yeah, and like I said, that's the only thing I didn't, I didn't like about this book, this uh, Avatar series, the whole series. Like, I, I felt like Korra just kept getting beat up for no reason. Like, mm. why, why are you torturing her? Like, leave her alone. Yeah, I think it's just that, like Avatar Last Airbender, like they set up his goal and the the four seasons of books were set. All right, cool. We're culminating to that goal where this is like, yeah, she's living life. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I also feel like Last Airbender was more of like the... The psychological torture of Zuko trying to do the right thing but rebelling against it, and this is mm-hmm. more of the the physical torture of trying to be the Avatar, basically. Mm-hmm. I just got I just got sad seeing it because I like horror so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I'm really like I'm trying not to buy any more Funko Pops right now, but ever so slightly, these Avatar Funko Pops and the Korra Funko Pops, I'm like, mm, look pretty good over there. They look pretty nice. You're gonna end up with one of those walls like Aaron. I don't need one of those walls, but it's getting there, Kevin. It's getting there. <laughs> Slowly but surely taking over the shelf. <laughs> uh, but any so fun? Yes. Yeah, this is your favorite season overall so far? Yeah, well, of course. Avatar. Yeah, I like the Avatar seasons, but I, as of right now, yeah. four seasons still got to go, which will be next week. But yeah, for Korra, I think this was the best season just because, like, I think it's also we're finally, like, I'm recognizing people's names now. You know, it's not like a, the, her, him, who, um, Asami. Like I can, rec- I name all of Team Avatar, which is good. That's always a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> the main characters. Um, and I think that's just paying off. I think that's what helped Avatar is that that stuff, callbacks and everything are finally paying off more now in Korra. Um, but overall, I just like it made more sense. It was easy. And like I know we talked about last season. We'll, we'll find out next season really too. Is that like oh crap? They like kind of ending their connection to the to Avatar Last Airbender with you know the Avatar state resetting and everything but it was pretty good I mean season two like the better episodes was Avatar One, like of that season but this was like cool but like, she's now creating her own legacy so. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that yes. also the fight was awesome too yes the fight <laughs> was really cool uh well, yeah the end fight of the season yeah, yeah, it was, was a pretty cool fight. It was just more and I were like, oh, this is like Ozai, but I'm like, but it's air. It's just like her fire, her fire versus his air this time. Oh, <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I think season three is probably season three, season one, kind of like teetering back and forth. And then the other two seasons are just, I think, a little bit below these two. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, yes. my opinion. Well, we'll find out next week about next season. Uh, which do you remember what the book is called? I didn't see it yet, so. Uh, spirit. No, oh, last seasons. week or last season. I like how I can say a full season in one week. You know, like, yeah, it was last week. We talked. We watched all twenty episodes in one week. Um, but yeah, and you you really fly through them, dude. Oh, me or in general, you can't fly in them. <laughs> no, I mean like you, you fly through the seasons. I mean, oh like, yeah. Well, once, once once you're in, you're like, oh, it's good. We're going in. Let's go all in. Uh, hey, where is it? Where's of course season four? What's it called? Dang it! Come on. Let uh, me pull up the CBS All Access. I don't have it on my phone, so I can't pull it up. Did, did they have all of them? Yeah, probably watching them. Okay, so here's the thing. And this is my little rant about CBS All Access. They hid <laughs> season three and four from me until I finished season two. I think I talked about this last week. They hid them. So all I could see was season one and season two. Mind you, I'm still on the trials and still hopping from trial to trial. Um, <laughs> and they're like, no, you don't get to see season three until we don't think you're going to finish season two in this one week, which granted, I didn't. Um, but, so on my current subscription, where I think I have five more days, so probably enough time to finish it over 4th of July break, um, they popped up. But it was only episode three through, I think it was 14. They didn't show the first two episodes of season three. So we had to go find those <laughs> elsewhere. Oh, no, actually, scratch that. They were available online, but not on my Xbox for some reason. That's what it was. And then season, CBS, come on, man. season four is 
as of right now, all on the Xbox. But we'll find out once we go home. They've been listening to us talk about it. They're like, oh, we're taking off three episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For you. <laughs> By the way, book four is called Bells. Ooh, all four. Ooh, looks pretty cool. Um, I'm excited. Um, Cora's actually been pretty good. Mora's hooked on it, and I'm glad she's hooked on it. She was all in on this season, so. Yeah, I think after this, I'm going to try to watch The Dragon Prince on Netflix because it's made by the same people as Avatar. I heard it's pretty good, too. And it stars that Sokka is one of the main voices, too. Yeah, I tried showing her that, and she was like, that looks a little too much, Kitty. I think it's the animation style, so. Yeah, it, it is. It's about like a little baby dragon, so very, very Kitty. Yes, well, you and, the, you and Leah can watch that, and then like, and then get into Dragon, really into Dragon Prince before everyone else, like, ten years later gets into it. No, I'm probably watching Puppy Dog Pals. Yeah, today. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Uh, next week, we're talking about Book 4, Balance, Legend of Korra, and a review and pretty much everything else that's happening over 4th of July week. Um, you know, We're getting some uh, later E3 conferences later this month. Now it's July. Reminder, hey, you're in July. Day almost 100. Maybe it's 100 of coronavirus quarantine. I don't know. remember. It's been <sighs> At this point, I'm like, what day is it? I don't even know. Kevin's coming back in 2022. That's when we'll get there. <laughs> you joke. You're probably, you're probably I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, but thanks for hanging out with us. As always, have a great week. You can follow us at infinite underscore pause to stay up to date on all the latest nerdy news you need to know. Or where can they go, Kevin? Um, Cot995.com slash crisis group. We get even more nerdy and hot blogs. Um, thanks for joining us. Happy 4th of July. Go America, go light up a firework, you know, have some fun. Or just stay inside, do what you want. But do it before midnight, dang it. <laughs> yes. And before we go, Kevin, another quick reminder of our little special, I guess, uh, this weekend. Yes. You can uh, hear it on Hot 995, uh, DC101, Fam, uh, Big 100, and WMZQ. Uh, this Sunday morning between hours of 6 and 9, you'll hear your, hear your buddies talking about things that actually matter. Yes, <laughs> about a serious... What does serious hoodie and serious Kevin sound like? Find out this weekend. You hear hoodie cry? No. Oh, you left that in? Why'd you leave that in? Come on. You could have taken anything out, but you took. You left in me crying. That's all right. Um, thanks for joining us. You officially listened to the 193rd episode of what, Kevin? Crisis. On? Infinite. Podcast. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.